Stealth roll? Game books, pencils, pizza, cheese puffs, and a hell of a lot of dice. And the dragon woke up. Roll for initiative. This is the Roll for Initiative podcast, where 1E is the place to be. Welcome, everyone. DM Matt here at Gen Con 51, and I am sitting here with Sam Reardon of Meta Arcade, and we are going to talk some Cthulhu Chronicles, their new release that just came out a few weeks ago, uh, bringing their uh, venture creator to the world of Cthulhu and HP Lovecraft. So, Sam, just tell us about uh, what new things we're seeing in the Cthulhu Chronicles. Uh, thanks for having me, Matt. Uh, yeah, it's a very exciting release for us. It's uh, we've basically we've taken all that we've learned from Tunnels and Trolls. We're trying a few new things. Um, we're trying to really uh, bring the core Call of Cthulhu RPG experience to mobile users and to casual mobile gamers too. So we're trying to make it as accessible as possible and uh, and as you know mobile friendly as possible. I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because with Tunnels and Trolls Adventures, that was a game system that had solo built in. That is a game system that had its roots in there and it lended well to it. How was it translating something that had more of that DM with multiple player experience to something more of the uh, visual novel style? Yeah, uh, that was it. Was definitely a big shift for us. Um, and something that we um, we started with was actually the Alone Against the Flames adventure because Chaosium did put out a series of solos, the Alone Against the Flames, Alone Against the Dark, um, that are basically solo adventures, much in the same style as TNT solo adventures. We started with those, we tried to understand how that works for Cthulhu, and then we branched out from there. So that actually is our first adventure in the series, Alone Against the Flames, and we tried to carry that same spirit through the rest of the adventures. Uh, we have nine adventures out now. Our first campaign is done, just in time for Gen Con. Uh, we're working on the second one now. Uh, but the first one is uh, very much an, an overarching story. Um, there We have many of those Tunnels and Trolls, too, uh, with the, the Crown of Clade campaign. Uh, and we try to do the same thing here, where it's, it's sort of narratively involved, uh, but at the same time, these are uh, adaptations of the classic adventures you know and love from Call of Cthulhu, um, as well as a few original ones that we sprinkled in to sort of bridge the gaps between adventures, to sort of make them all connect into this seamless story. Yeah, so you just completed your first arc, so I'm assuming that we have more uh, campaign arcs in the works? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we're actually we're starting to develop our second arc now, um, it'll probably be a little while before we can officially announce it, so I'm not, I, no spoilers. Um, but yeah, so it, it'll be the same sort of thing where we have um, multiple stories within um, an overarching campaign. Um, we're experimenting with something a little, a little punchier, you might say, something a little more digestible maybe. Um, because something we're aware of is this is, you know, it's a mobile audience and we don't want to overwhelm them with text. And we're aware that, you know, some people might prefer a more fast-paced experience. So we're trying to, we're trying to get both sides of the coin in one game, so to speak. Right. When you have a lore-rich world of HP Lovecraft, bringing that to the mobile audience, uh, it can be a lot of text. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're familiar with the world and you already understand it and have that back knowledge, then you can go in and just hop it and enjoy it. But if it's your first exposure, someone just going through the app store would be like, oh, let's, what's this? 
it may be a little much like, what are all these crazy words and why are there apostrophes in these names? Exactly, exactly. It's it's very much a balance of trying to keep the, the mystery of the mythos alive in the story, you know, keep the reader guessing a little bit, even if maybe they are familiar with the mythos. Uh, but at the same time, it has to be legible um, for, you know, the layman who's coming in like blind. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's been a challenge, but um, especially for the second campaign, we're working with some great new writers who are experienced with the mythos and experienced with game writing, and they're they're going to bring a level of uh, craft to that that I'm excited for. Yeah, that's awesome. And can you carry your characters over from the first arc into the second arc, or those that look? Yeah, so we're actually working with the same characters for the second arc. It's going to be them sort of um, after this first arc. Again, no spoilers. Um, but we're basically, we're picking up after the first arc concludes, um, and sort of who they are now, where are they picking up, where are they going? Um, I think I think people are going to find that very interesting. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that will be. And then also you're going to be re- releasing your tool set so you, people can create their own adventures with Cthulhu. Exactly. Um, so so our, our sort of core um, thesis as a company is to create software that anyone can use. Uh, we call it our adventure creator. And um, we currently have a pilot program going where people can sign up and they can actually create adventures for Tunnels and Trolls, our first game. Um, and we're very proud of um, the work we've had out from that so far. We've had a few uh, adventures come out now. The Necropolis of Var, you may know, um, and now a few more. Uh, and we're seeing we're seeing more and more come from that. And people seem to like the fan-created adventures, which is which is great news. So we're we're hoping to grow that and keep moving forward, and hopefully bring that to Cthulhu as well. Um, we're really looking to grow a creator community. That is, we're, we're creating these games, of course, you know, in-house, but that's not our end goal. Our end goal is to really open this up to the community and, and have this be a community-motivated uh, property. Right. So right, because I was first exposed to the tool set last year, and when looking through it, you could see the potential to any sort of visual novel you could use that tool set to do. And unlike a lot of visual novels where it's just, point A, point B, and you kind of have your flow chart where you're going. This also has the gaming aspect where you're rolling dice and you have your combat. Uh, with the, uh, like with Cthulhu, you have your health and your sanity. Uh, there's a little more rule set involved. With that character creator, uh, will it eventually, I know right now it's just through your licensed properties, but will it eventually just be open for anyone to get in there and tinker under the hood, adjust rule sets and things that I, I can't make any promises there. I get like I'm gonna keep saying no spoilers, yes. but it's it's so true. Um, it's something that we're very much working on internally and seeing how far we can open that up. Um, it's it's kind of a complicated thing because again we want to make it accessible for everyone, right. um, and that means it you know it has to be something you can just pick up and work with. Uh, so right now in house we're we're experimenting with you know multiple IPs within the same creator and how that works. Um, so it's something we're, we're building up as we're going, and uh, just seeing how big we, and it, how big and versatile we can get it. Very much, uh, we we do want it to be as uh, let's say multi IP friendly as possible. Yes, yes, and. And with this, uh, Cthulhu Chronicles, I'm assuming it's using the same uh, model for purchasing your adventures as uh, Tunnels and Trolls Adventures, that same framework with the... 
It's, it's actually a little bit different. It's very similar, um, but the difference comes in where uh, the free-to-play aspect. So in, in Tunnels and Trolls, it's you watch an ad to get a heart yeah. to play. Um, for Cthulhu, we kind of did away with that. Um, we, we wanted to create something a little bit uh, smoother and experiment with getting rid of the ad-based okay. uh, system. So now you just get three, uh, let's, we call them uh, trials a day. Um, you use them up when you play an adventure, regardless of whether you live or die. Okay. Um, so you basically get three uh, three plays, period, a day okay. for free. And they renew every day. Right. Um, but then if you want to uh, play indefinitely, yeah. that is the same as Tunnels and Trolls, where you can buy for a flat rate um, whichever adventures you want to play over and over again. Okay. Uh, and what it, through Tunnels and Trolls Adventures, what have you learned about that free-to-play model and what works and what doesn't? Because that seems to be the thing in like mobile gaming, uh, tablet game, free-to-play, free-to-play. Everything's free-to-play, but it's how do you, one, have it in such a way that you monetize it to where it's actually, you're actually not like leading and losing all your money making this, but at the same time not have so much ads and everything that... No one wants to play it because it's... Exactly. I, I think that's one of the reasons we did away with the ads. Um, it's something we're still working on. I think everyone in mobile gaming is continuously trying to make it better because it's... I mean, mobile gaming itself is pretty new. Um, so everyone's kind of racing to find the one solution. Right. Uh, but I think what we've come up with is um, this sort of theorem that if people like your game, if they if they find out they like your game, they'll, they'll pay for it. Right. We found that people who... Um, who play through the first adventure, who keep playing through the adventures, they they want to buy the adventures, they want to keep playing as many times as possible, and giving them those free plays, you still get the opportunity to sort of test it out yeah. first. You know, we, we don't want um, we don't want people to come in and feel like they've paid for something, they don't know what they're getting. Right. Yeah, so it, it's very much a situation where we're hoping to develop fans who trust us, right. and who, who want to, uh, who want to sort of put stuff in the tip jar, so to speak. Right. Um, and, and get that replayability. Yeah. Yeah, like a value for value. You brought the value of the game, and they, they see value in it, so therefore, they're, here, take my money because exactly. of that. Exactly. That's why that's why we hope our games uh, feel replayable. You know, we've tried to make it so that each character gets a slightly different experience in the games. They all have different stats, so that's another layer of replayability and, and variability in their, in their playthroughs. Uh, it's, it's something where we want to create as unique an experience every time you play the game as possible. I think that's something we've carried over from Tunnels of Trolls very much. Uh, I think that's that's pretty key to the, the core mission that we have. Right, because with the visual novel medium, it can become very much like, oh, I played through it once, why go back because I know how to get there, but having the multiple endings, having like also just the different character development, that brings some more variety to it. And I think that's kind of necessary to keep the attention to it where you're looking in a mobile space and looking for someone to pay money because there's so many apps out there that'll let people throw together their own little freebie visual novels with their like RPG maker style graphics and whereas this is much different in that it has a much better user interface and then also the artwork and everything else that really so just because it's more of a uh, all encompassing experience because you have the visuals, you have the art and sounds and everything. So when it comes to develop, just getting all of that, how how much is Chaosium involved in this project? 
So uh, we've, we've had a great, a great partner in Chaos Inc. for this game. Uh, we were lucky enough to get to sit down um, with our friend Neil, uh, Neil Robinson, uh, who is the COO for Chaosium. Um, he's in town in Seattle where we're based, so he came by, and um, that was sort of our initial um, story-building meeting. I sat down with him and Alexi, um, another one of our content team. He's the head of the content creation team at Meta Arcade. Uh, and uh, we all sat down and just went through what did, what what sort of Chaosium Call of Cthulhu adventures make sense for this campaign we want to tell. What What's the story we want to tell with them? How can we connect them? How can we make them feel uh, unique for mobile while at the same time being true to their roots? Uh, and we also had access to their amazing library of art. They were they, We were lucky enough to be able to pull from that. So I think people who have played the RPG, uh, the original RPG system, will recognize some key, key pieces of art. Um, uh, we, we've also commissioned our own stuff and pulled vintage photographs, but at the core, what we've based it all on is that original style that Chaosium shared with us. So that's been really great. And they've been supportive throughout our process. I mean, we're sitting here in the Chaosium booth, right. so that shows you, you know, how, how, how nicely we work together. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been very pleased to work with them. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And also with this... Uh, you, right now, you have Tunnels and Trolls, and you have Chaosium and Call of Cthulhu. Is there anything else in the works that we can even hint at, or, or even if it's just there is something? God, you're you're asking a lot of me. I will tell you that we have a lot of we have a lot of um, let's say uh, pans in the fire. Okay. Um, we've we've got a lot of things cooking. It's just a matter of you know what sort of comes to a boil. Right. Um, I'm not going to announce anything here, obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, let, let's say we definitely have big ideas and big plans for the future, and we're really looking forward to moving moving forward and just producing more awesome content for people. Hopefully, they enjoy what we uh, come up with next. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and uh, thank you for your time here. It's been great talking with you, and and I would definitely recommend checking this out. Uh, I have friends that have iOS devices. I don't have one, so I haven't been able to try it out, people. But I have a friend who is deep into the Cthulhu mythos and has actually done some writing for the company in the past, and he gave it a thumbs up, so he approves of it. Uh, so definitely check it out. I mean, it's also free to play, too, but if you have any interest in Cthulhu or or if you enjoyed the style of play that Tunnels and Trolls Adventures brought, when you checked that out last year, please do. You can find that on the iOS store. What about the Android? When can we expect to see that released in the PC release? Oh, I can tell you that is in development. It's it's like our top priority right now because obviously it turns out a lot of people use Android devices. Um, it's just a matter of developing it for the separate you know system and all that. Um, I can tell you it'll be coming out soon. I can't give you an exact date. We haven't announced one yet, but soon. We promise. So for all you Android users out there, soon. You heard it. So just, we'll, we'll let you know once it comes out here on the podcast. And I'll have links to the Play Store in the show notes so you can check those out. And I will have more interviews coming for you for Gen Con. So with that, keep it original and keep it old school. And good night, everyone. for initiative.